T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number two coming at you here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score went super long with Dr. Bill Maurice, but I must say the information just spectacular every time we have him on. And I don't know, man, I don't know if he's the best doctor at the Mayo Clinic, if he's the worst doctor at the Mayo Clinic. I would assume he's at least one of the great ones there since he's the president of Mayo Clinic Labs. And he just he takes such a, I think, a a remarkably nuanced approach to how he presents the information about COVID, you know, a topic that a lot of us are hoping we wouldn't necessarily have to be discussing in the details that we are at this point. But I just I feel better. I feel calmer after every time I discuss that topic with him because he he just seems super fair and even handed about the presentation of it. Uh, make sure you, you download the Odyssey app and run that interview back, or we'll check it out. Uh, I'm sure Brian Callahan will upload it for us later on because it's just it's an informative approach that he takes, and that's why I love having him on the show because I just like getting information out to people. I try not to be too heavy-handed with what I'm saying. You know, everybody should be or shouldn't be doing at different points, but get the information to the people, and then informed decisions can be made. So make sure you check that out on the Odyssey app. But about to have some fun here on the show right now. I am, I'm the type of person where I may not always come off as the most festive individual. I'm the, I'm the kind of the, uh, the, the infotainment cy- cyborg in, in some ways. But when it comes to Christmas music, there is something about the holiday season. There is something about Christmas music specifically for me that I just cannot wait until this time of year comes around because it is constantly as I'm driving around is bumping through my speakers as I'm in the house, me, the wife, our son, we constantly have it just a running through the TVs and the computers and the speaker systems at our home. And I hope that many of you out there are of the of a similar vein to what myself and my family are. And I, I was at a point in my life for a while where I would just I would play it all year. Or when somebody would ask me, because I'm really tough to shop for at Christmas, I'd never have any idea what I want. There's, there's very little that I feel like I really want for in any deep fashion at this point in my life. So when folks ask me what I want for Christmas, I used to just tell them, you know what? Give me one of those, like, now that's what I call Christmas CDs. Uh, A lot of you remember when CDs were still a fairly popular way to listen to music. I used to just tell people, you know what, give me one of those, now that's what I call Christmas CDs. And I would just pop it in, and I would drive around throughout the entire year. It didn't need to be November or December for me to listen to Christmas music. I would just put it in, put it on, and crank it up all year long. I don't quite do that to the same extent now that I used to because I'm really more of a talk radio listener, but I have always loved 
music this time of year and especially holiday music when we get to this portion of the season. So figure, let, let's have a little fun kind of dovetailing one topic into the other. We're talking a lot of Bears and Bulls on the show today. The Bulls make their return to the court tonight at the United Center. They're going to face the Lakers. You'll be able to hear that game right here on 670. The score, going to have the voice of the Bulls, Chuck Swirsky, is going to join me in really just a few minutes' time later on this hour. But that being said, I wanted to take one of my loves, Christmas music, and sort of combine that with the the topic of the Bulls and the Bears. And so I picked a few songs. I, I played them throughout the evening yesterday and just sort of tried to surmise who does this song remind me of on one of these two teams that I'm discussing so much throughout the show today. And so the first one I have for you, these are basically, I wouldn't necessarily say this is my, these are all on my list of my very favorite Christmas songs, but these are definitely Christmas songs and particular versions of the song because, you know, Christmas songs get recycled. You get a dozen different singers and performers who will sing the same song in their own way. Some of these are the OG versions. Some of them are the ones that have been sort of remixed by other artists. Let's start with the one by the late, great Chuck Berry. So I know many of you have heard this song, and you may know that uh, it was popularized many decades ago, but really what gave it new life to a newer, younger generation was when it was featured in the movie Home Alone. And uh, that the movie came out in 1990, and this this Chuck Berry Chuck Berry version of it was redone over and over again by a, by a bunch of folks over the years. But when it was used in Home Alone, and this is kind of back, in, you know, like pre 9/11 times where folks could just like run through the airport, and there was no TSA, no TSA pre-check, and all that stuff I was talking about earlier in my flights. And every time this song comes on, I just picture. Uh, Kevin's family sprinting through the airport, trying to get to the gate, trying to get on the airplane, and Chuck Berry just kind of playing on a loop while that's going on. This song makes me think of Jakeem Grant. And actually, our guy Jason Leisure, who you know is on the score plenty and writes for the Sun-Times, when he described Jakeem Grant recently in an article, he said Grant is the most high-risk, high-reward player in the offense, and that's compelling television. It's an adventure every time Grant gets the ball, as he illustrated on his punt return against the Packers when he went against conventional wisdom by catching the ball at his own three-yard line. He almost got dropped for a loss at the four before turning sharply and outracing everyone on the field. That's the way Jason Leeser described that. And I think that the way Chuck Berry sings this song has a very similar refrain to that because he's basically warning Rudolph about the other reindeer that are hot on his heels. Crank it up a little bit, Brian. Many of you who are maybe not as familiar with Chuck Berry, there's a kind of a similar sound to his kind of, you know, guitar riff that he opens a lot of his songs with. So this is a, a very fun, the, the original version to me is always the most fun one for this one, for Run Run Rudolph. I know a lot of folks have redone it over the years. But this one, Run Run Rudolph, that put me in the mind of Jakeem Grant. Let's move on to the next one. There's a another one that you, you may sense a theme here because there's another song that was featured in the movie Home Alone, and this is one that that is about celebration. It's about a dance party. It's someone 
who, as she sings it, is a very young individual that's sort of, I guess, showing a little bit of gravitas that goes beyond their years. Let's give the folks a little bit of Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee was only 13 years old when she recorded this song. 13, man, she sounds like she's 33. Whatever it is, like those those dulcet sort of baritone pipes that she has, I could not believe when I found out this is a 13-year-old singing that song back in 1958. Another song that was introduced to me within the movie Home Alone, one of my favorite movies as a kid, one of my favorite Christmas movies ever. We may discuss some, some Christmas or some holiday movies later on in the show here, but it just sounds like a an enjoyable, versatile sort of evening, more so than you would anticipate when you show up at a Christmas party. That's what's going on here when I hear Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. And it's definitely it's got like a little bit of an above-average punch and tempo than what you kind of think you're, you're experiencing also. But it's not going to, like, melt your face off. It's not the most explosive song with volume and beat. But it's fun. It feels good. And it's done in that new, old-fashioned way, like Brenda Lee talks about. And it reminds me of Ayo Desumu. This rookie, and I've been talking about Ayo when I've been on the stage in here. Everyone's been talking about Ayo Desumu throughout the Bulls season. Now, he's kind of new as a rookie, but also he's an old-fashioned one at 21 years old. That's really pretty old for a rookie in the NBA these days. But he's a, he was a slasher and a finisher. In college, now, shooting over 40% from three. That's the new, old-fashioned way to look at his game also. But feels like this kind of brief NBA career has been a new and old-fashioned as well. Give him the finish, Brian. Man, that song makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm 10 years old again when I hear either of those songs, really. I'm not... Every song isn't going to be from Home Alone. This one that comes up next on my list, and this is basically me just sort of recounting various songs that I really, really enjoy around Christmas time with my love of Christmas music. And as I listened to them yesterday evening, I just kind of let it wash over me a little bit and thought, like, who from the, the Bears and the Bulls, because I'm really focusing the show on those two teams, who from those teams does this particular song make me think of? And this one maybe the one that is kind of almost most on the nose. L- let's give the folks a little John Lennon. So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over And a new one just begun Think about where the Chicago Bulls had been here so in recent years. And then think about the fact that This particular song, Happy Christmas, The War Is Over, written by John Lennon and and Yoko Ono, this song took like two years of peace activism that John Lennon and and his wife, Yoko Ono, were going through, and it began with like these bed-ins that they created back in 1969, and the song was a part of like this international multimedia campaign that was launched by them later towards the end of that year as Christmas approached that year in 69. It was at the height of kind of this counterculture movement and protests all throughout the country, all throughout the world about the Vietnam War. And Arturis Karnishevis, when he took over the Chicago Bulls, Bulls had missed the playoffs like four out of five years, 
they were going through a really difficult time. There would only been one winning season in that point. They didn't even make the playoffs in that winning season. And Karnishevis, he's had all these these draft picks available to him now. He's got, I was just referencing even the, the second round of Io DeSumo that he brought in, but how he's rebuilt things where it just feels like this, this new life is now here for Chicago, for the Bulls, where there's just so much that, that had been swirling around that franchise for so many years and folks didn't know whether or not the good times are going to return, but it feels like AK has been able to bring that back. And so in the holiday season, you obviously have a European in John Lennon, you have a European and Arturis Karnishevis, who've been able to, to bring the Bulls back to the forefront that a lot of folks are hoping they're going to return. Now, obviously, they haven't won an NBA championship yet, but it does feel good to be able to, to celebrate, to enjoy the Chicago Bulls again during the holiday season and now as they will return to the court tonight. So that's a lot to look forward to, all the acquisitions that he's made and everything else. They're in very strong position. Hopefully, everyone gets healthy and gets back onto the court. So we'll take a time out. i got a few more songs. I'm going to get Brian Callahan involved in this discussion as well with some, some Christmas music, maybe even some, some holiday movies that we love. And also, feel free to uh, shoot me a text or give me, you know what, I'm not going to open the phone lines yet. We'll do some of that in the final hour of the show. But feel free to light up the text line if you want at 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. Holiday songs that you love. I'm playing some Christmas music that I love and just – you know, sort of addressing how some of these songs, what they represent to me for certain individuals who are part of the Bulls and the Bears. Having some fun playing some Christmas music for you here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Charlie Brown Christmas special. Many of you have either watched it in the past or continue to watch it throughout the holiday season here. A lot of very melodic piano tunes there, as we have come to know from the Peanuts gang. And that is one of the holiday movies that I watched as a kid that I am comfortable with my four-year-old watching at this point. There's some Christmas movies and Christmas cartoons from back in the day that I do feel like maybe still have a, a little bit more punch than I'm, than I'm comfortable with my son experiencing for the moment. But as he gets a little bit older, he'll get to uh, to get involved with more and more of what I used to watch when I was a, a wee lad, as they say. Uh, the text line is presented by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. Really appreciate the fact that many of you are enjoying the segment that we got into at the top of this hour, playing some Christmas music and, and just sort of, uh, you know, relating who I feel like different Christmas songs that appeal to me, who they represent between the Bears and the Bulls as we are less than a week away from Christmas itself and, of course, plenty of other holidays that are upon us this time of year as well. So really appreciate all of you enjoying and celebrating this time of year with us here on The Score. Uh, from the, the 847, what a blessing to have you broadcasting while I'm climbing poles uh, on this beautiful Sunday morning. And uh, let's see, from the 630, great interview with the doctor, enjoying the show. Also from the 630, great segment with the doc from Mayo. Uh, good to get some some straight scoop on COVID out there. And uh, one person from the 708 felt like when we played Brenda Lee that she sounded like Wayne Newton singing Dawkins Shane, which 
that from Dodger Boy. I guess I wouldn't have made that connection, but I will take your word for it uh, from the 708 Dodger Boy. But let's get back into some of my list, uh, as I've already detailed what we've been doing here throughout this hour. Really good time just because, frankly, I I love Christmas music. Now, this one that I'm going to bring to you here is we're a few minutes away, by the way, from being joined by the voice of the Chicago Bulls, Chuck Swirsky. Um, This was going to be a little bit controversial. This one is going to be a tad bit polarizing, if you will, because this isn't necessarily an artist who I didn't have anything against his music, but I wasn't necessarily that into it, certainly not when I was younger. But over the years, kind of grown on me a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of folks who have seen him dozens and dozens of times that it didn't take very long for him to uh, to grow on them. Brian, let's give the people the boss. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> now, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be one to sit here and tell you that Bruce Springsteen is the greatest vocalist on planet Earth. And certainly, I think this song, amongst any other possibilities, probably not his greatest vocal performance. But that being said, I referenced how he's kind of grown on me a bit as I've gotten older. And part of what allowed that to happen was actually going to see him in person. And it reminds me a little bit of kind of Robert Quinn, the pass rusher from the Bears who is on track right now to break the single-season Bears sack record amidst all the struggles that this franchise is in the midst of right now. Robert Quinn, when you compare the perception of him last season to the way folks are viewing him and talking about him this year, he has won Chicago sports fans over. He has grown on people over the years. And I would also say a similarity between Bruce Springsteen and Robert Quinn. When I went to that concert at the United Center and watched Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, most of the songs sounded the same to me. And Robert Quinn virtually uses the same pass rush move over and over again. He gets that hellacious get off, rips up the field, that chop club rip with the speed rush. Every once in a while after he just puts some speed in your feet over and over again, he'll counter club back inside and sack the quarterback. But you get from Bruce everything over and over again seems kind of the same. You get kind of this melodic start to the song. Then you get that husky voice kind of sounding really earnest and building towards a saxophone solo like we just heard in the background. I mean, the formula for both is very similar, and they've been advancing in age, knowing what their formula is for success, and sticking with it. And it continues to work for each of them. Crack it up, Brian. Well, that one is uh, is one that has grown on me. I've, I've begun to enjoy that one more and more. Let's get a couple more in in our last few minutes here on this topic, and we'll talk some bulls with Chuck Swirsky in a few minutes. So this next song is one that's been done and redone so frequently over the years, and I appreciate a lot of you just texting in some of your favorite uh, Christmas and holiday music as well, 312-644-6767. We'll open the phone lines up later in the show. We can allow you to participate in some of this discussion, but feel free to keep texting them in, and I'll try to, try to work them in uh, at some point in the show also. Yes, I know 847, overrated. I, I figured some of that was going to be coming in. It is. But next song here, definitely not 
an overrated song. I will take no slander about the song itself. Really, the biggest debate about this next song is which version of it is is best, is most preferable. This version that we're going to play for you here in a moment that Brian Callahan will, will crank up in a moment, it wasn't my favorite version back in the day. I, I loved it, but it wasn't necessarily my favorite. It now, just at this season of life that I'm in right now, has become my favorite version, and it is sung by the late, great Ray Charles. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Gone away. I mean, if you're going to come into a song, can you do it any better than that? I know the guitar riff that I played you earlier, that I had Brian play for you earlier on Run Run Rudolph is Cool It All by Chuck Berry. But there is so much in the way that song began with Ray Charles. A little bit offbeat, a little bit melodic, a little bit vibrato. And then you just kind of hit him over the head with not only the, the bass and the drum and the piano banging the keys. And then you get into like a true sort of bluesy version of Winter Wonderland. This song we've heard so much by so many people over the years and it reminds me of DeMar DeRozan because we thought we knew who DeMar DeRozan was before he joined the Chicago Bulls. This guy who's plus 30, you know, 31 years old, this guy who's been around the league for so long, been a prolific scorer, been around great organizations, but has never been viewed as the main piece of winning of a potential championship puzzle. And there's just something that's so smooth, so silky, so pajamagram-esque about DeMar DeRozan's game. And he is in the midst of kind of this career revival here starting off the season with the Bulls playing at an MVP caliber level, not just as a scorer, but he's had some extra juice infused to him into his game by what he's getting done on each end of the floor. When I hear this version and what Ray Charles brings to the table with his very unique version of his delivery vocally, and DeMar DeRozan and his mid-range game, and it's, you know, it's kind of old school while at the same time just feeling bluesy and funky and smooth and very unique to him. I really think this one is right on the nose also. Ray Charles in Winter Wonderland and DeMar DeRozan. You can fade that out, B. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. This one, this next song, it occasionally tops my list. We're getting into the range now where there's a couple of songs that we're going to close with, and we won't get to them all uh, before we talk to Chuck Swirsky, we'll get back to a couple of other ones and I'll get Brian and some of you guys involved with uh, with some of your favorites also. But this last one, before we take a break to talk to Chuck, it's a Chicago-specific love that I have. And I, I didn't even realize as a kid that this this artist was from Chicago, but this song has always been one of my favorites. My list adjusts a bit year by year, but sometimes... This particular song is at the top of it. At, at the lowest, it's in that top three somewhere. It's by Donny Hathaway. Hang all in it just has this smooth, jazzy temperament that goes throughout. Also gives you 
a little bit more tempo than you realize because Donny Hathaway balances it so well with the control of his vocals. And he has his co-writer, Nadine McKenner, that started writing this Christmas as a response to this to the Christmas song, the Nat King Cole Christmas song. And they both happen to stay near or, or at the top of my list every year. Like I reference when I'm deciding my top holiday songs and a guy who's been towards the top of my list his entire Bears career has been Darnell Mooney. And when Darnell Mooney's running up and down the field, you don't quite get the sense all the time that he's running at top speed, but he just continues to glide by people. There's something very silky about his game as well, just like I was talking about with DeMar DeRozan. And it's not like you just see him kind of digging with every step as he's running his routes, but he's always separating, constantly seems open. Yes, he's got a little more attention from folks here as of late, but he's adjusting his game to make that fit. And I think that while I mentioned how the song This Christmas was sort of in response to the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, I think the drafting by the Bears of Darnell Mooney was in response to feeling like maybe Anthony Miller wasn't working out at that point. Both are speedy receivers, slot receivers who, you know, you can kind of line them up inside and outside. The Bears said, well, this guy isn't quite getting it done. Let's get another one. And Darnell Mooney certainly seems to be working out for the Bears so far. That's one of my favorite songs. I trust that you guys have heard it before. I'm going to short shrift it a little bit. We won't hear the same thing, uh, the finish of it right now because we've got to get to a break and hear from my guy Chuck Swirsky so we can talk some bulls. But we'll let that ride for you as we go to break. we got Chuck Swirsky next here on The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. trying to let that one ride for a minute to see if I could place exactly what it was. I'm not completely sure what we have there, Brian Callahan. Go ahead, crack the mic. Let, let me know what we're working with right here. Let's hey, man. We've been rolling with the Vince Guaraldi trio pretty much all day, coming mm-hmm. in and out of breaks. It's my little drum. I, I guess it's their take on the Christmas classic, uh, Little Drummer Boy. Okay. All right. The little pa pum pums uh, Right. When I was in the... I think it was the symphonic winds when I was in middle school, maybe. And there was a version of little drummer boy that we played back then. I was a trombone player. So certainly the, the song for any of you who were in band as, as youngsters, or even at this point in your life, perhaps, uh, you know, the little drummer boy is not about the trombone section. So I, I had a role to play on the song, but I certainly didn't get a trombone solo or anything with the little drummer boy, but this is a good tune, certainly, during the holiday season. We've been uh, just sort of going down the list of some of my favorite Christmas songs and which Bulls and Bears athletes they remind me of. The Chicago Bulls will return to action tonight. They will be here on the score facing the Los Angeles Lakers. That game will begin at 7 on the score. You'll be able to catch the pregame show. Rick Camp will be on here. Of course, Chuck Swirsky will be on the call for that game. DeMar DeRozan, Kobe White, Javante Green, some of those players who were out and in health and safety protocols will be returning to the lineup for the Bulls. Zach Levine, it sounds like, will be sometime after Christmas, as well as Ayo DeSumo. So the Bulls still kind of, you know, piecing things together, figuring some things out, uh, just like we are figuring some things out uh, as we go through our number two, as I'm with you here until noon 
on the score. Uh, my guy Brian Callahan on the ones and twos for me. He is on Twitter at Callahan Sports. I'm on Twitter at Big Ant Heron. Brian doing a, a fantastic job for me as I'm playing these songs and he's fading them in, fading them out, kind of doing his thing. And I don't know, maybe it's just one dial where he kind of slowly rises it up and rises it down. But he's paying attention, which is a lot to ask at some point with all the things that they have going on on the other side of the glass sometimes. So I'm going to keep my list rolling for you here as we approach the top of uh, the next hour. There will be more Bulls discussion on the way. Also, with the Bears being prepared to play on Monday Night Football tomorrow night, I'm going to get some Bears discussion rolling for you in the final hour as well. Did get a, a notification from the boss man, Mitch Rosen, letting us know that the, the score is going to carry the Seahawks versus the Rams, that game on Tuesday night. Going to join kickoff at 6 p.m., so make sure on Tuesday, because the NFL, due to some of the, the COVID guidelines in place and so many rosters around the league that are struggling right now to be able to field teams, multiple games got moved from the weekend to Tuesday night, so you'll be able to hear Seattle versus L.A. on Tuesday night here at 6 on the score, so I wanted to make sure that programming note was shared with all of you out there. But I'm going to continue to share some Christmas music. Uh, you can call it holiday music as you wish. But my list is I do have a, a couple of a couple of selections, a couple of options here remaining. We'll be able to get those in for you. This next one, I, I was, as I heard this particular song, as I was listening to it yesterday, I was thinking a little bit about who best between the, these two teams, the Bulls and the Bears, who you know, are both in the midst of their current seasons right now, and I knew I was going to be talking about them on the show today. Who from these two squads really represents this song most effectively? And really, the individual I chose was one of the first options that came to mind, but I was just trying to think, like, you know, because obviously, the, you know, athletics is intense, but you don't necessarily think intensity when you think Christmas music in most cases. But this particular song that most people really enjoy, there's something about the storyline of this song, not only of its origin, but of what it's kind of meant to other Christmas songs that I think you'll understand why I say it represents an individual here that I'll mention in a moment. Let's hit him with the run DMC. There was a Billboard article that was written a couple of years ago about this song. It said AM Records released the Special Olympics Benefit LP, A Very Special Christmas. And when that was released, the album featured the Pointer Sisters, Sting, Stevie Nicks, the Eurythmics, Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band, U2, and Whitney Houston. It had all those other folks on there, and they had their own sort of renditions of their favorite holiday songs. But this Benefit album, A Very Special Christmas, it remains one of the best-selling holiday albums of all time. And it's thanks in large part to this song. Like, not to these other artists who a lot of them, you know, probably sold a lot more records than Run DMC ended up selling. But Run DMC had the original track on there. It was the only one that was an original song, Christmas and Hollis. Crank it up for him, Brian. 
And Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. <laughs> I used the word intense earlier. Energetic. It's kind of in your face. That's a really unique approach to the topic of Christmas versus what we would normally use. And it ends up reminding me of Alex Caruso. That's the player from the Chicago Bulls that this song puts me in the mind of because he wasn't the guy in all this new talent that Artur Karnishevis ended up assembling here for the Bulls. He wasn't the guy that everyone anticipated would be the biggest difference maker. And while he's not like DeMar DeRozan in the MVP discussion, DeMar DeRozan said about Caruso, quote, he's a dog, man. There's times we look at the stat sheet after games and he's got like four or five steals. Just the energy he brings defensively, it triggers us because we try and live up to the standards that Alex is going to bring. It's incredible the things he does defensively. And like Casey Johnson's talking about all the time, and he writes about it for NBCSportsChicago.com. Caruso is not a guy who needs to score to affect the game, but he certainly affects Bulls fan. He affects everyone around him. He leads the NBA in steals per game and deflections. And, you know, most of us knew he was going to be a high-level defender, but, man, he, he's been a guy who's lifted up everyone around him, just like Run DMC on that album, A Very Special Christmas, lifted up all these other you know, Hall of Fame caliber performers who had big record-breaking record sales and everything else. Run DMC ended up being the biggest artist on that album that made the biggest difference to its success, basically. So that one for Alex Caruso. One more before we get to the bottom of this hour. And this is a song that I actually didn't realize, this last one on my list, I didn't realize it wasn't an older song. Until really just a few years ago. I mean, the song came out in the mid-90s, really kind of early 90s. I just always thought, because of the the sound of it, because of the feel of it, that it was a song that probably came out decades before I was born and was just redone by one of the greatest vocalists of our time. And it turns out that it actually wasn't. But I, I knew that this particular individual that the song reminds me of, I knew that there there needed to be at least one song that related to him. It was just about which song makes the most sense, which song really kind of, you know, connotates what exactly, where we're at with this young Chicago athlete and what he means at the moment to the city. And I do believe that one of the most popular Christmas songs of all time with one of the greatest vocalists to ever open her lips really tells us a little bit about where I believe Bears fans are at with their quarterback. I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree Mariah. Man. 
every time. The full talents of Mariah Carey on display. The vocal range of her singing, her creativity and songwriting, and the perspective that she brings to the table just in her kind of approach to music. And there was one time where she told USA Today that when she and her co-writer got together as she was writing the song, she said, I was like, you know, I think it should start out slow and then the music should come in and sort of have a, a Jackson 5, Phil Spector kind of moment. And that certainly made sense. It was inspired by those songs from the 50s and 60s that I was referencing earlier. This is a completely like hopeful and joyful kind of song. The whole thing, just, you know, it kind of quickly picks up tempo right off the bat after you get that that Mariah vocal and the falsetto in there at the top. And it really gets you moving, and you can't help but dance. You better be out there dancing as you're listening to this play as the music bed be behind my ramblings at the moment. There's really no point where the excitement kind of calms down that much because as it gets going, you just can't wait to see where it's going to finish. It's got this jubilant sort of crescendo at the end. And obviously this song reminds me of Justin Fields. Doesn't that sound like the emotional state of Bears fans as it relates to Justin Fields right now? Mariah Carey was actually motivated to write the song based off of a rough childhood. Who's had a rougher childhood than Bears fans rooting for the quarterback position in Chicago? I mean, that's where it comes from for Mariah Carey. There's few, if any, NFL fan bases who've had it rougher at quarterback over the years than Bears fans, and this city is so hopeful for the potential greatness of Justin Fields. Even the people claiming they haven't been impressed so far, they basically just seem to kind of talk themselves into it because they want to, like, guard and protect their hearts. They don't want to get too excited about how great he can maybe be. But the fans who are willing to sing his praises... They still, I think, haven't even seen near enough to say that he's actually arrived. So where does that leave him? I think it leaves him kind of just eagerly waiting on the, the edge of their, of their seats with like every sack and every scramble and every awkward slide that he makes after he picks up a first down. Every precision dart that he throws, though, every effortless deep ball, every highlight reel run and pass. That gives them the excitement that we hear here at the end. What more could Bears fans hope for than for Justin Fields to become the all-time great that so many people have been waiting for at the quarterback position here in Chicago? That's my list. Love to hear yours. 312-644-6767. Final hour will be on the way. There will be Bulls talk. There will be Bears talk. There will be Monday night football discussion. There will be plenty of Christmas music discussion. Really appreciate uh, the text line is enjoying what's going on here, too. We'll open up the phone lines during the final hour at 312-644-6767. I'm Anthony Heron. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.